Discover the magic of integrating your financial, legal, and life planning. It's time for Smart Simple Wealth. Well, hey there, and welcome to another edition of Smart Simple Wealth. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Carrie Qureshi, estate and wealth planning attorney at Qureshi Law Firm, serving you throughout Arkansas and Texas. You can find us online by going to QureshiLaw.com. And Carrie, it's great to be with you again this week. How you been? Absolutely. I've, I've been doing great, Walter. How about yourself? Doing really well, and uh, you're getting uh, closer and closer to baby time, right? We, we are. It's been an interesting time with just all of the, the quarantine and COVID-19. How are you um, handling all that stress? Because everyone's stressed out about something right now, and you've got something extra to be stressed out about. Right, right. You know, I think I'm handling it pretty well. Being quarantined, I mean, it's actually a good thing um, before going in and having a baby. Um, and so I'm fortunate we have been trying to work from home and do video conferences with our clients. And so, yeah, we're just trying to take it one step at a time and, and not not stress too much because at the end at the end of the day, we're going to get a baby out of this deal. So <laughs> there's a lot to look forward to. That's right. And uh, that's good. Yeah, kind of quarantine, stay at home, try not to read the news too much, right? And just sort of, you know, zone in on your work and not really uh, worry about too much else other than working the baby. That's not a bad way to make it through uh, this, this time period that we've been going through for sure with all that you've got on your plate. So, well, best of luck as uh, that unfolds and uh, hopefully we'll have some good a- updates for you here and another month or two on the uh, on the baby front and we'll look forward to that news when it comes around very cool well we've got a great show on the way today we're gonna be talking about some things that we can learn from good old mark twain what can mark twain teach us about money I think that's going to be a fun segment to uh, tackle today. We've also got a good question on the mailbag a little bit later on from Leo. Leo's wondering if it's wise to have a trust as part of the financial and estate plan he's uh, wanting to put together. So we're going to talk a little bit about trusts and much more all straight ahead. But first, let's get things started, Carrie, with a great quote of the month. And uh, this month's quote comes to us from uh, Carol Fox and actually from a movie, uh, the, uh, the movie Wall Street. I'm sure many folks uh, have seen or remember a little bit of that movie. Money is only something you need in case you don't die tomorrow. Interesting perspective on money, isn't it? It is. Um, and, and it goes kind of back to sometimes, you know, our clients, when we're talking about an estate plan, telling us they don't need one uh, because they're going to spend all of their money, you know, during their retirement and that there's nothing left for the kids. But of course, we don't we don't know when our final day will be. And so obviously, there is some planning that goes into estate planning and financial planning. And money is a very important aspect. Yeah, it's a great, great point. There's a lot of good quotes we could probably pull from that movie as well in the movie Wall Street. I'm gonna have to go bust that one back out of the vault and uh, go rewatch that. Uh, at some point here in the near future. It's been a couple of years, so it would be interesting to watch that back again. Uh, Well, I mentioned we were going to talk about Mark Twain and see what he can teach us about money. I've pulled a couple of quotes from Mark Twain, and let's see what kind of parallels we can draw here, Carrie. I think we're going to have some good takeaways on today's show from Mark Twain. Little did we know he was going to have some awesome uh, financial wisdom that would last through today. One good one to get us started here. Apparently, there's nothing that cannot happen today. I'll say that again. Apparently, there is nothing that cannot happen today. Doesn't seem to have a financial tie on the face of it, but I'm sure you'll be able to find one, Carrie. Well, I I think this quote, Walter, is so relevant with what we're going through in in this moment um, with COVID-19, with, you know, the racial protests and Black Lives Matter movement, people that thought that they had a good plan. You know, there's always things that can go wrong. And I think the important thing here is just like in in our day-to-day living, 
with our financial plan, we have to make sure that we have contingency plans that we can handle if life throws us a curveball. And so when we talk about financial planning and having these backup plans, you know, it's really important for our clients to know what happens if tax rates go up by 20%. What happens if your portfolio drops by 20%? Because we still want a plan that works not only in the best times, but also in the worst times. And so, you know, I, I, I like I said, I think this is really relevant for what we're experiencing this year. That's a great point. We are definitely finding out that anything can happen on a given day in 2020. Definitely the definition of the year so far. Uh, another great Mark Twain quote. This one did have to do with money, uh, but it's a little bit different spin on what you've heard other times. Uh, we've all heard that you know money is the root of all evil. Well, Mark Twain actually said the lack of money is the root of all evil. Right. And, you know, I don't know if I agree 100 percent with this one, that the lack of money is the root of all evil. I think that there are a lot of instances where people don't have money and it doesn't cause problems, um, you know, but for our clients in retirement, you know, obviously one of the main goals, if not the main goal, um, is to make sure that we always have an income coming in. And so with financial planning, you know, lack of money obviously is not a good thing. And so we have to make sure that we protect our income above all else in retirement, or that is going to cause some, some major problems. Yeah, that's a great point. It's kind of like with most things, there's probably a balance there, right? And there's a little truth to both of those statements, money being the root of all evil and the lack of money being the root of all evil. There's, uh, it's got multiple roots. <laughs> it's, it's right. Got a, no, I, I, I agree with that completely. Evil, evil has an interesting structure for sure. Uh, suppose you were an idiot. Not me saying this. This is Mark Twain. Uh, suppose you were an idiot and suppose you were a member of Congress. But I repeat myself. <laughs> a little bit of a dig at our elected officials there from Mark Twain. It is, it is. And normally, being raised in the South, like you, Walter, um, I try to stay out of politics when it comes to, um, you know, my work. But what is so important when you look at, you know, the market and the economy and finances, I feel like too many people spend too much time worrying about, you know, is there a Republican um, in the office or a Democrat and who's getting elected and how that's going to affect their stock portfolio. And there have been numerous studies that have shown it doesn't really matter the political party that is in office at the time. It does not affect the market. And so what we have to do is we have to kind of take that out. I mean, that's one, one piece, you know, of things that can go up and down. But just make sure that you don't worry about that so much that you ignore other more important aspects that could have an impact on your portfolio. That's a great point, Carrie. And, uh, you know, it just goes against our Southern decorum, too, to call people idiots, right? They're just, it's, it's hard, right, hard, right. hard for can, us to get there. We can say, bless your heart, you know, but you don't come out and say somebody is an idiot. It's a great point. Mark Twain, a little bit harsher than we were, uh, we are, perhaps. Uh, another good Mark Twain quote for you. October is one of the particularly dangerous months for speculating in stocks. Hmm. The others are July, January, September, April, November, May, March, June, December, August, and February. <laughs> I think that's all 12, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and, and this is probably one of the most famous quotes that I've heard from Mark Twain um, pertaining to you know investment and stock advice, but I completely agree. Again, there are numerous studies that have shown that trying to pick individual stocks over a long period of time is not effective for a long-term portfolio. 
And so it's not play money. It, and it's something that if you have a disciplined approach to investing and you know when you're going to make those shifts and changes, then that's really important. But you have to be disciplined. You can't let emotion um, and things that you hear on the TV or the news impact your investment philosophy. Well, that's a great point, Carrie. And I think that, um, you know, no matter what order you put the months in, uh, they're all going to be ones where we've got to be dangerous for speculating when it comes to stocks or any type of investments. It's really important to make sure that year round we have our eyes peeled for those dangers and challenges. Two other quotes here from Mark Twain, Carrie. Uh, How unfortunate a thing it is for a man to have wealth and for him to make a god of it instead of a servant. This one takes uh, kind of some some deep thinking to get under the hood of, but I think it's got a lot of wisdom embedded in it. Right. And out of all of the quotes that we're talking about today, this is perhaps my favorite one, because when we have clients that come into the office and we're talking about creating, you know, an integrated financial and legal plan for them, you know, one of my questions is, what is important about money to you? And it's not just the fact that you have money. There's a deeper meaning to that. What does that money accomplish for you? Is that more time with your children and grandchildren? Does that relate to freedom? Does that, you know, have a deeper root of love to care for, you know, people when you're gone? And so what I think he's trying to say here is, you know, don't get caught up on trying to get a particular number saying, okay, my number is X in in savings and retirement, because money is only going to be useful for what you can accomplish with that. And so when you're sitting down and you're doing your financial plan, um, yes, we, we want to have that number, but we want it to go deeper than that and talk about what does that do for you? What goals can we accomplish? And what does that look like for your family and your legacy? I think that's really good. What does it look like for your family and your legacy? And that'll help you switch sort of that mentality instead of it kind of harkens back to the lack of money or money as the root of all evil. And that conversation we were having a little bit earlier about that relationship that you have with money. Make it a servant, not your master. A great way to look at it and think about things. All right. Last but not least, one more Mark Twain quote. The secret to getting ahead is getting started. Good takeaway for anybody on today's show. Absolutely. And, and, and we see this all the time with, you know, financial and legal planning is, you know, we as humans like to procrastinate, right? We just can't help it. I'm, I'm, um, a, I'm a fan. So, <laughs> I like procrastinating. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but so for most people, you know, the hardest part of, of any type of planning is just to take that first step and say, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to, you know, call the attorney or financial planner. We're going to make that appointment. Because after that, once we kind of get things rolling, I can't tell you how many times families have told us, well, wow, you know, if we would have known it was going to be this easy, we would have done this years ago. So um, it's so important for me, you know, for to get people to just take that first step and you're kind of downhill cruising from there. Well, I think it's interesting to look at this, Carrie, because we always talk on the show about learning from the mistakes of others so that you don't repeat them. And this is a great one to learn from others. Everybody always wishes they had started planning for retirement sooner. Um, There's probably one common thread. No one's ever regretted the amount of money that they tucked away and saved. So learn from those who have come before you and said, yeah, I I really wish I had saved more or started saving earlier. It's only going to be helpful and more beneficial to you in the future. Right. And I think the other side of that, um, you know, besides procrastination, we see a lot of what I call analysis paralysis, 
And so for some people that are overthinkers, over planners, they get so caught up into having to have that perfect plan that they don't take that first step either. And so it's really important for us to start with a foundational plan, whether it's the legal documents or the financial aspect, because we can always go in there and improve it and tweak it as we go. Just don't be so overwhelmed by your research or, you know, other information that you don't actually get the ball rolling in the first place. That's a great point. All right. So there you have it. Mark Twain teaching us some things about money today, uh, some of which Carrie agreed with. Some I uh, enjoyed hearing your pushback on a few of these takeaways, Carrie. So that's good to know that you you know, you, you can kind of take a look at things and say, well, I'll take that at face value. I have a, a different opinion of these things. <laughs> so good to hear that kind of thing. If people need help with their financial plan, with some guidance, what are some good resources they could tap into, Carrie, to maybe get some help? Well, I mean, they can always go to our website, uh, www.coreshilaw.com, or give us a call at the office, 870-275-4304. But what I wanted to mention to our listeners today um, is we do have my new book out that is called Smart Simple Wealth, How to Get It, Keep It, and Pass It On. And this is a book that I have worked extremely hard on um, to really incorporate you know, how families and small business owners can protect their loved ones and their wealth, minimize taxes, and really create that lasting legacy. And so we're actually giving that book away for free right now. Um, If you go to the website, there'll be a link under resources to request that book. And it also comes with our tax-free retirement CD, um, which is really important if you are within five to 10 years of retiring, how do you get as close as possible to paying zero taxes in retirement. So I talk about that a little bit in the CD that comes with the book, Smart Simple Wealth. Very cool. And I think uh, you did a great job on the cover of the book, by the way. Um, Just, you know, simple and clean, just like the show, just like your entire presentation, like that shade of blue. Uh, Smart Simple Wealth is the book and also great tagline too: how to get it, keep it and pass it on. If you want to get your own copy of Smart Simple Wealth, you can do so by, as Carrie mentioned, calling the phone number 870-275-4304. That's 870-275-4304. Or go to QureshiLaw.com and order it on the website. And you can get this book for free. All you have to do as well is just check the show notes or the description of today's show, depending on what app you're using to listen to the program. And we'll put a link in the description for you to be able to download the book, uh, Smart Simple Wealth. So just check the show notes of today's show, and you'll be able to see where you can get that free book right now. And as a special bonus, Carrie is offering a tax-free retirement DVD resource, only 30 copies of that available. So the earlier you get that free book, you'll also be able to get that free tax-free retirement DVD. So lots of info and tools to help you get as close as possible to paying zero in taxes and to retire as soon as possible and to uh, keep in mind with your wealth, how to get it, keep it, and pass it on as well, keeping all those things in mind. All right. Thanks, Mark Twain, for the quotes and the guidance on today's show. Now we turn the page and get to know Carrie a little bit better. It's getting to know you time. All right, Carrie, fun question for you this month. What's something that you thought was really cool when you were younger, but now you look back and you say, wow, really? Did I really do that? Or was I really like that? (laughs) (laughs) So when I saw this question, the first thing that popped into my mind, which, you know, it just, it makes me laugh all over again, is the track suits or the windsuits (laughs) back in the 80s. I knew it was going to be clothing. (laughs) Yeah, 
it's definitely clothing um, because that was really big um, back in my, I guess, junior high, you know, junior high, high school days. Um, and I look back at so many of our my, my, my pictures from school and I have a matching pink windsuit or I have an all purple. I mean, I had it in every color, Walter. It wasn't just one, but they were really, really popular. And it's just one of those things when you look back and see those pictures, you're just like, what were we thinking? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm right there with you. I look back and uh, apparently I used to wear um, like you know, jean, uh, jean overalls a lot when I was, uh, when I was a kid and, you know, used to think I was hot stuff walking around in those. But now I look back and I, uh, my, my wife looks to look at those pictures and call me a little minion, you know, the little minions that are always, uh, they're like, yes. cause I've got they this, overalls. I've got yeah. these pictures of a yellow shirt underneath of the overalls. And so I look just like a little minion. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's too funny. <laughs> so it's, uh, you look back at that kind of stuff and you, you chuckle at some of the clothing choices we used to all make. It's uh, pretty good stuff. I used to do like the really baggy jeans, uh, not baggy jeans, but baggy shorts, you know, not, mm-hmm. not, not sagging bagging, just like, you know, real way too long, like past your knees with the big cargo shorts. That's a, right. that, that's a style. In our day, they, didn't, they didn't sag in the butt. You didn't, you couldn't see someone's underwear like they do now. Right. I mean, it was just right. long, very long past the knees. Yeah, yeah. That was in style. Yeah. It's uh, it's funny to look at that kind of stuff for sure. Well, that's getting to know Carrie Qureshi a little bit better. Now time to answer one of your questions. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. All right, if you have a question for Carrie, you can go to QureshiLaw.com and submit your question to possibly be featured on a future show. Uh, Leo in West Memphis has today's question. Leo says, is it wise to have a trust as part of my financial and estate plan? It seems that a lot of people I know have one. Right, and this is a very common question that we get, um, obviously, when we're talking about estate planning with our clients. And the typical answer is going to be, it depends right? That there's your legal answer. Um, You don't want to go and have a trust just because it seems like a lot of other people are having a trust. It needs to be right for your family and your specific circumstances. But in general, a revocable living trust is going to do a lot more than having just a last will and testament. And so I can kind of hit hit the highlights because, you mean, we we dig deeper, you know, on, on this topic in other shows. But a will, for one thing, is only effective upon a person's death, where when we set up a living trust, it has provisions to take care of you and your spouse during an incapacity event. And then after you pass away as well, one of the most common aspects of having a living trust is that it does avoid probate. And so for clients that, you know, don't want to have to go through probate and deal with, you know, the expense and the delays and dealing with the court process, then a living trust can make a lot of sense. And then kind of the third point I want to make is a trust, we can build in a lot more asset protection for your heirs than if you just had a will you know, by itself. And so with a living trust, we can build in, you know, asset protection, divorce protection for your children and grandchildren and make sure that they don't spend it on, you know, maybe a bad financial decision or to take care of special needs children or adults. And so there's just a lot more planning um, that you can do, a lot more flexibility. But again, the main point is to talk to somebody that's knowledgeable in this area um, and to have that discussion about, you know, what are your goals? What do you want, want to accomplish with your estate plan? And then see if it makes sense to have a trust as part of that plan. That's awesome. And uh, it's, I think, interesting too, Carrie, that 
there's two sides of this because Leo says, oh, everybody I know has one. But I also hear the other side where people say, oh, I don't need a trust. That's for like, that's for billionaires. You know, everyday people oh, don't absolutely. need a trust. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so I think you have to take everything with a grain of salt when you're hearing it from other people about, well, I did this or I did that. Because that is another side to it. A lot of people do have that misconception that a trust is only for the wealthy and it's only to avoid, you know, taxes. Um, and that, that is not true. We see so many what I would call average American families, you know, they, they don't consider themselves wealthy at all. But a trust makes a lot of sense in what we're trying to do and just make the planning process simple for, for their kids and to be able to pass on whatever assets the parents own when the time comes, to be able to pass that on easily and efficiently without a lot of cost and expense. So yeah, like I said, it, it, everybody is going to be different. And so it's really important to have that conversation about what's going to work for you and your family. Well, again, if you need some help with your financial or estate planning, uh, you have law and legal questions that go all along with that, and you want to get some more information from Carrie and her team, they help cover the whole picture, estate and wealth planning. You can call 870-275-4304 to get in touch directly with Carrie and the team, 870-275-4304, or online at KureshiLaw.com. And we'll put links and information to contact Carrie in the description of today's show so it's easy for you to find. And as a quick reminder, you can also pick up Carrie's new book for free, Smart Simple Wealth. Check it out. How to get it, keep it, and pass it on. Uh, all you have to do is click on the link that's in the description of today's show, and you can get the copy of that book, as well as get in touch with Carrie for any more questions that you've got. Well, Carrie, thank you so much for the help on this month's show. We uh, really enjoyed the opportunity to get to chat with you a little bit. And thanks for playing along with us, analyzing some of those Mark Twain quotes as well. That was a lot of fun. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you on the next episode. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Walter. That's Carrie Qureshi. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for taking the time to join us. We'll talk to you next time right back here on Smart Simple Wealth. Did you know you can subscribe to the Smart Simple Wealth Podcast with your favorite app? It's on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and dozens of other places where you listen to podcasts. And if it's not on an app you'd like to use, let us know and we'll get it on there. To make sure you never miss an episode, just search Smart Simple Wealth on your favorite podcasting platform today and subscribe. Investment advisory services offered through Pegasus Wealth Coaching, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Legal services provided by Qureshi Law Firm, PLLC. The Qureshi Law Firm and Pegasus Wealth Coaching are not affiliated in any way. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment or legal advice. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Information provided does not create an attorney-client relationship and cannot substitute for obtaining legal advice from an attorney admitted to practice law in your state.